0: Good evening, BBC Evening Congregation. Thank you so much for tuning in with us again tonight. I'm going to be continuing the, the letters to the church uh, series, and uh, yeah, just want to add my welcome to all the ones that we've had already this evening. Thank you to the team, um, and the MCs, and the, uh, yeah, everyone who's already seen us tonight. Um, and yeah, I pray for those of you guys chilling at home or wherever you are that you would really be uh, just encouraged and, and filled with the spirit this evening. So yeah, like I said, we're going to be continuing the letters to the church theme where we're writing letters to places where we can't be or, or physically say these things in person. And so Paul took that example to, well, he set the example of writing letters to them to encourage and, uh, and yeah be a voice to them. And so we thought that'd be a, an appropriate format to take on. Um, I'm not a writer, nor am I a good reader, so it's uh, it's going to be fun, a fun time. Um, but I've enjoyed the challenge and I've enjoyed how God's used it to yeah, grow me in this last week. And tonight I'm going to be speaking about unity and being connected, uh, real connection, not just uh, being around others. And uh, the image that I have is almost like um, many circles or spheres where the middle one is our relationship and connection with God and it goes towards um, like our families and the people that we're bumping into every day and it moves towards us as a church and then obviously towards the greater world and and I think part of me has been excited about this for a long time where we, we look at, at how that grows and explodes from within us so I'm going to dive right in and uh, yeah, I hope and pray that God does something incredible for you tonight um yeah, let me pray now. Lord Jesus, thank you so much just for how you move and how you work in us and through us. And I pray, Lord, that tonight your spirit would be guiding and yeah, showing us so many things. Uh, I pray that you would speak more than the words that are written down or that are spoken. I pray that you would move people's hearts in ways that they, yeah, they, they change to be more like you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen. Alrighty, letter to the PBC Evening Congregation on the 26th of July. Alrighty, to the Evening evening Congregation of PBC, I want to greet you with all the blessings of being in Christ. I'm writing with great anticipation as I look to the opportunities that are ahead of us in the coming weeks and months. I'm writing this letter to remind you of the biblical concept of being unified, connected and interconnected as the body of Christ. I want to share about being connected to God how that leads us to being connected to those around us, which in turn moves us towards unity as a body in Christ until finally we're reaching the world for Christ. And I love how Scripture shows this progression. For example, in the book of Acts, there's many places, but particularly through the life of Cornelius. First, his life is transformed when Peter comes to speak um, and he's filled with the Holy Spirit. But not only him, but his family is transformed. And uh, yeah, they are all baptized um and, and give their lives for Christ and, and connect meaningfully. Then he becomes part of the body of Christ and he is the beginning of the mission to all the Gentiles in the land. And uh, just such an incredible image as it, as it just kind of begins and grows out from there. Um, yeah, so many things that I, that I teach and, and preach stem from our relationship and connection to God. There's no substitute for this. It is a fuel that impacts and affects the rest of our lives. It fills us and fuels us to be able to love meaningfully, give generously and serve sacrificially. Whenever one is going through any type of safety training, whether on a boat, a plane, or even if you're struggling with a fire, the first thing that we're always taught is to make sure that you have your own life jacket, mask or other safety equipment on first before you can help others. It's the same with love. First, make sure you find the source of love, Jesus before you begin giving from empty reserves. Remember we're running a marathon and not a sprint. This means that if you still want to be passionate about that which drives you now in 10 years time, you need to take time to rest in the Lord, be filled with him, move at his pace. I can't stress this enough. I think of my own life um, where there's times where I've been so passionate about things and months later I'm just exhausted and burnt out because of not understanding this key concept of Yeah, starting in the right place with Jesus. Then we move on to the next sphere, which is connection with those around us. The writer of Hebrews finishes his letter, or begins finishing his letter, by saying to them, beginning of chapter 13, keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing. Continue to remember those in prison, as if you were together with them in prison, and those who are mistreated, as if you yourselves were suffering. What I love about the way the Bible views unity is it highlights the individual's response towards the whole. How am I responding towards those around us? It seeks out those who are marginalized and draws them to the center of care and affection. Christ himself models this for us so wonderfully in Matthew 10, where we read of a blind man named Bartimaeus, who is crying out as a beggar as Jesus was walking by. Jesus stops and calls him over. When everyone else was telling him to be quiet and not to bother the teacher, Jesus speaks to him and heals Bartimaeus. When we hope to find unity, the first step is noticing and engaging with those who are often overlooked and neglected. I'm reminded Jesus did this for me and still does this for me. These last few months have left many of us feeling isolated and neglected, and many of those around us. And it isn't just the obvious examples, for example, the, the poor or the oppressed, who are feeling neglected. And though these people definitely do need our care, we can be living in the same homes as others and be living past each other, not knowing how they're truly doing. Could be the same with the people we work with or go to class with. We can be so quick to get information across, to ask a favor, to ask for notes and not see the hurt that they're going through or just even connect in a meaningful way. I found recently that uh, this was happening for me more and more, Um, went for a lovely lunch with uh, my brother-in-law and in that time we connected in such a meaningful way. Whereas a whole lot of other times where we've seen each other, it was just kind of living past each other. And so I encourage you to, to take this to heart, to see those who you may be taking for granted, whether it's your parents, Um, brothers or sisters, classmates, work colleagues. This time it's so difficult to connect because there's this disconnect almost because of being behind screens. And a WhatsApp message isn't the same as like a coffee message or a coffee date. Um, And so you have to be intentional about this. During this time, we have to make the extra effort to care for and find out how those around us are doing and set aside time being intentional about this. And so connecting and being unified helps us to see past everyday busyness and draw those who we are neglecting closer. And another great biblical reason for unity is that together we are able to support each other in ways that we could never do on our own. Paul's image of the church as a body is so incredible at capturing this idea so vividly. Uh, Each person of the church is called to their place, uh, is called to a place um, and a role In the power of the Holy Spirit. It's part of our responsibility as Christians to discover how God has skilled us and equipped us for his church and then we train those giftings like we train a muscle. Ephesians explains how leaders are given to help equip the church so that they may be mature. mature. So in finding our role we seek out those who can help us train those giftings. This is such a key understanding. We are each called to contribute and impact this world as a unified body and God has called his people to help us grow and be effective. I think of my own life where I was searching and, and wanting to know, you know, how can I, you know, get a word of knowledge for someone? I've seen how that can really change someone's life. Um, and I've been impacted by words of knowledge. And so that was something that I was seeking. And so by being around the leaders in the church, those who had walked a little further and hearing the Lord, that's how I was able to grow. Take advantage of this. This is not something that people, hold on to we don't try and hold on to the gift that we've been given by God for ourselves because they're given to be multiplied the things that God gives us multiplies them yeah and then the progression that goes from us being connected to God to then being connected to those around us to be connected as a body that's working effectively equipping each other growing each other sharing each other's burdens then moves on to taking the great commission seriously it moves on to the rest of the world, and this is a natural progression. This isn't something that we have to stir up or master up. But instead, when these things are healthily working, they come together. God gives gifts to his church to make it effective for mission. As we build on our relationship with God, valuing those around us and growing as a community, we have, a call of, we have the call of God to reach beyond ourselves to the world, to take the Great Commission seriously. It is true that each of us are struggling at different points in this process. Many of us, myself included, have really struggled with lockdown and find ourselves moving backwards instead of forwards. But I encourage you to view this outworking of the spirit in the lives of people and to pursue it, to believe it's possible to achieve and to own it. The enemy has taken so much from us in recent times and caused more pain than we are currently understanding. But he doesn't have the final word. Christ is still reigning and is still excited about the plan, about His plan to see the world change through radical believers who follow Him. And I'm not sure where you are in this process. For some of us, we may be struggling to connect with God. And I encourage you uh, to, to pursue Him. Really emphasize that relationship in this next week. Bible says, seek and you will find. Ask and you will receive. Knock and the door will be open to you. And I think for some of us, we've, we've almost become passive in our approach to our faith because the world is just feeling so passive at the moment. Then it could be the struggle of connecting to those around us. Sometimes when we get caught in our own things, we don't notice the, the people in the lanes next to us. Take some time. Meaningfully connect with those around you. Get to know how they're doing, the things that they're excited about, the things that they're passionate about, the things that they're hurting with. It can really change their day. Use the opportunities that we have as well. You know, sometimes we, we we can go for walks, we can go to restaurants. Use them. Make sure that we're making the most of the opportunities that we do have. And then seek out where you feel God's calling you and gifting you in your role as a church. The church is at a, um, at the moment very different to what we've had to experience before and a lot of us are struggling with this new way of doing church online not seeing each other not feeling that strengthening and encouraging that we normally find and I encourage you to to still pursue God God are you teaching me and, and gifting me with discernment to be able to understand what's happening in the spiritual realms um, are you gifting me with prophecy words of knowledge or maybe it's it's even worship or um, preaching or teaching or it, it could even just be something where it's it's showing a bit of hospitality to, to homeless people or um, showing love to those around you in a more meaningful way there's many many gifts and we we enjoy um, teaching on them here um, but that's something that that's really struggling during this time is the equipping of the church and I encourage you to take your growth and and training seriously you know work those muscles um, and then yeah, maybe you're at a place where you've worked through a lot of this stuff, but you're struggling to take it beyond yourself, um, to find that, that almost natural progression to the rest of the world. You're like, this isn't feeling very natural. And uh, I encourage you to yeah, to start off small. Be faithful with the, the little. Be faithful with the few. You know, We all have people in our circles who yeah, don't know Jesus and, and who, are, who are struggling to make sense of this time. Be there for them. Connect to them. Remember when we're connecting, it's all about the other. It's not about ourselves. When we're showing love, when we're showing service, when we're being generous, it's not about ourselves, it's about the other. And so I encourage you to take Hebrews 12 to heart, just the beginning bit. I mean, you could take the whole thing, uh, but I'm just gonna share the beginning bit. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders And the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners. Let me try that again. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. <clears throat> Lord Jesus, thank you so much for these incredible people. Thank you that as yeah the world is going through crazy stuff, you're still reigning, you're still in charge, and you're positioning us and shaping us to be able to make a worldwide impact. Father, help us to be faithful with what you put in front of us, the steps that you're calling us to in this next week. Help us as as a community to reconnect with you. To see those around us who we often overlook, overlook or neglect. To be active in finding our role in the inner body. To help those who are also growing. And to seek to help others in the church as the body grows. And then Lord, help us to have a heart and a passion for those beyond ourselves. Beyond our inner circle. Beyond our community. Help us to see your love for the world and your passion for it. And to pursue your plan in the name of Jesus. Amen.